The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? Feels like it's better, it's better with you. My life, it's better, it's better with you. This is true, it's better, it's better with two. My life, it's better with you. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to my brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. Um, did you mean to yeah, say hello? I, I didn't, didn't like mean that. to say hello, but it's skipped out. Skipped yeah, out. It, was, it was bad for me. I'm Griffin McElroy, and I want the audience to know it was bad for me when you I said it. It was bad for me, too. I have a question for you guys. Yeah, I was listening I- to the newest track by the artist Pink. Oh, yeah, titled yeah. I'm Never Gonna Not Dance Again. First of all, I just think a lot of Pink songs lately have been about people trying to stop her from having fun. Who's doing this yeah. to Pink? At this point in her career, who is going to Pink and saying, Pink, you're having too much fun? You're you're yes. living your life too out loud. I do it on the weekends. Um, and I assume like there's other there's other other people who do it on during like the working week. Um, but if it's just me doing it to Pink on the weekends, then it seems like she has five days a week where she could be dancing. But the weekend fun. is when she's going to get the most dancing done, Griffin. Yeah, the funnest dancing is the If weekend. anything, you should be stopping her from doing the dancing on the week when she needs to get her work done. And like, general weekdays are for like getting stuff done and working and stuff, right? But weekends, that's when she can cut loose and never not dance again. Right. But the only issue is that I'm also busy on the weekdays and keeping uh, Pink from having fun and dancing and having a good time with her friends is a, is a lot of work, guys. It's a yeah. lot, a lot, a lot of work. Um, and it's nothing like, gro- like the way I do it's not gross or like bad in any way. Yeah, very respectful. It's a super respectful um, way of doing it. And we've sort of developed kind of a friendship. Oh, uh, yeah. Mu- like mu- killing Eve. Maybe like a mutual respect kind of It's deal, a or? lot like killing Eve, except no sort of erotic tension to speak of whatsoever. You really can't stress this enough how normal. So deeply (laughs) normal the relationship and friendship I have with Pink. It's just that on Saturdays and Sundays, those are kind of, I call them our days. Yeah. Uh, And so, um, yeah, I don't I can't speak for Monday through Friday. Again, I think she's got plenty of opportunities, but the weekends are our days, me and Pink. Griffin, I'm curious uh, how this got started. Like, what's your motivation for stopping Pink from having fun and dancing with her friends. We were at the bank. Oh. We were at the bank. On a Saturday? A, we were at the Bank of America. No, this we, was a weekday. Was it this Bank was of America? Wait, was it Bank of America? Yeah, Bank of America okay. with me and Pink. Which and bridge? We, <laughs> which bridge? Where you guys the, at? Which, well, I was traveling. So I was in oh, okay. I, I was in a, I was in La La Land. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And Louisiana. so I was traveling and I needed to deposit a check. 
and we were both at the counter, like doing our little deposit form at the same time. And she, when she signed the thing, I noticed she, even in her like signature for checks and business and stuff, still use an exclamation point as an I. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, that seems unlikely. and so I was like, um, I was like, that's, I was like, first of all, I love your music. The way that you've sort of modernize that rock and roll sound it has really uh, informed a lot of my tastes moving forward um but that's too much fun you're having mm-hmm. there with the exclamation point this is a place of business um and then we got into a pretty heated art argument um, wow yeah from the bank of america um and then yeah i forget sort of the rest of the stuff that happened but now i keep her from having fun on saturday and sunday nights so is it a punishment thing? <laughs> no. I thought, it, okay, so this is like a life coach kind of deal? That's that's probably how I'd describe it. And I think she would too. Like we've talked about it before. We've had lots of In talks sessions. What do you tell her about the week? weekdays like what kind of guidance do you have? I tell her Obviously, those are her be- I tell her those are her days and they're my days. I feel like you guys are thinking <laughs> about this a lot from the perspective of What is Pink. she doing for it? What accountability, I guess, is she bringing to, to your life? Is this mutual? I mean, she's not partying on the weekends. That's all I need from her. That's, that's, the, that's the, the extent of- Why does it bother you so much? What is your problem with Pink? It doesn't bother me. Stop. Okay, again, you are you are seeing this solely <laughs> from the perspective of Pink partying being, on the weekends? No, I think, Justin, you and I started this imagining that this was punitive- but now no. it sounds more and more Guys, like it's a protective. You're not fucking getting it, and you're my brothers. Okay, stop. Yeah, you're right. Stop yapping. You're right. Stop. You're, right. This. Stop, you're on not your on my side. side stop yapping I for am, a fucking second and listen. I want to, Griffin. I want to support this. It's not adding up. You guys here. Start oh, over. You no, know, you guys here. <laughs> oh, Griffin keeps Pink from having fun on the weekends. How how poor Pink. How bad for Pink. Yeah, but guys, <laughs> guys. I'm also not. Do you think I want to do this? <laughs> Wait, is it pr- Griffin, is it protecting us? Like, what would happen if Pink had fun? Yeah, who is this for? Is there collateral gotta, damage I'm not aware of? I gotta turn my fucking mic down because y'all got me screaming because I'm got so I'm hopping mad. Yeah, who are I, you protecting? Are you doing, I mean, why? Why are you doing it? <laughs> what is Does what she, was we, she parting too much? She asked you to help her. Is what the three of us are doing right now work? Would you describe us? Would you describe us as yes. hard workers? Yeah. Okay. What do you guys <laughs> do? Right what do you guys? Hey, hey, Justin Travis. What do you guys do on the weekends? I rest. I rest because this is hard work. I need to rebuild my bones and stuff. Usually yeah. a lot of laundry and okay. straightening up. And there's usually some kids' birthday parties we got to take them to. That kind of deal. But some repose, perhaps. Moments of moments of I mean, peace you, and relaxation and freedom to. I definitely don't dance. I, I don't get that. <laughs> I don't get to do that. Okay. Oh, because of the burden you've undertaken. You, undertaken is one way of putting it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a calling. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but have you ever felt called to do something, <laughs> Travis? Like by the Lord. Call what you want to call it, man. I I think myself is more spiritual what? than religious, what? but. What do you and Pink do instead of party? Um, it's not some okay. So that's a complicated question, right? Because you're assuming <laughs> it that didn't we've, seem to Trav. I don't know where you seemed actually pretty straightforward to me. Forward, like what do you do <laughs> instead? You're assuming, of you're assuming we hang out. Does she know party? you're there? Yes. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's virtual. 
It's Zoom. COVID. Well, at this point, COVID yeah, it has everything. to be. Yeah, it started in COVID. We both were like, it, that day at the Bank of America, they shut down the next day because of the disruption. That was like the last, yeah. That was we the last day. That was the last so, day so to do any a tele, telecommunication thing. So I'll FaceTime her and I'll be like, Pink, what's up? And then like, I'll make it so that she basically can't get off the phone with me. Uh, now, Griffin, was this to keep her... In isolation to stay healthy during COVID? Was it No, for- it's not any kind of corrective. <laughs> it's not any kind of, I'm not addressing a problem. I'm not punishing her. It's not like that. I okay. keep her but from going. But if you going- didn't do, okay, let's say you don't do it this weekend. What happens? What's that look like? I guess, I guess she would get to go and have fun and dance uh-huh. and then and I could like rest with my family. <laughs> okay. Okay, but to That's be fair, huge. Ju- that, whether yeah. it's Griffin's intention or not, if that did happen, what would Pink write songs about? If what she would if, if she's allowed to party and dance and have fun and no one's stopping her, what would she write about? In a life without I, any restriction yeah. or strife? And get this. One time I said, wouldn't it be fun if you kept me from going out and having fun on the weekend? And then she kind of laughed and she never brought it up again. So I think she actually hated, she hated that idea a lot. Mm. Now, do you go out and have fun on the weekend, Griffin? Because it sounds like you're working the weekends. Can we just move on? Travis okay. didn't understand what I was saying. Yeah, you got it. No, hey, I'm guys. I'm all flustered again. Hey, let's change subjects because it's time once again for the sexiest, most ripped game show on four legs. Yeah. That's right, it's abnormal. Fuck yeah, who we got this week, Travis? Well, that's question number one, isn't it? According yeah. to Gawker, some say it was nothing more than a Ninja Turtles ripoff, but Shredder had nothing on the blanks, sexy nemesis, the Dark Queen. Oh, Battletoads. There it is. For a bonus point, Griffin, can you uh, tell me which pop culture icon the Dark Queen was styled after? Which pop culture icon the Dark Queen was styled after? God, Rita I'd have Repulsa. to look. At... No, uh, she no. came later. Share. Uh, can I? May I look at a picture of the Dark Queen? Yes, you may. <laughs> That's my new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually how Griffin Google's every image request. <laughs> yeah. May I look at a picture of Bruce Springsteen? Elvira. Whoa, Elvira, are... indeed. Oh, these are a lot more risque than I kind of anticipated. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Hey, Google. Hey, Net Nanny. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I thought it would be a little bit more chaste than this, Net Nanny. I have I have been presented with both sides of the Evil Queen's personality. Uh, uh, oh, this lady no. really runs the gamut. <laughs> I'm going to close this tab real guys, quick. Guys, my, print, my printer just printed out one page with a big red X on it. I think Net Nanny gave oh, me a strike. Oh, no. And Man. keep in mind, this is uh, made by Rare, who also made Conker's Bad Fur Day. So rare. Sure, they know what for they pushing like. that old Pushing envelope. the boundaries. Okay, next question. The three Battletoads are named after what? And this for, is the easiest game in the world. And for an additional point, can you name all three? They are for, named, do you know this, for, Justin? One's Wart. Nope. No. One's Dog, Doggus? No. Wart, Doggus. Wart, Doggus, and Biff Stewart. Now, one of those is correct. May I? No. May, may I? Yes. I know one of them is pimple. Correct. One of them is zit. 
Correct. Zits, but we'll we'll accept it. And I wouldn't not blemish. Uh yeah, and I wasn't, really thought I really was thought Wart was Isn't that weird uh, that it's ra- not? Yeah. Is it Rash? It is Rash. They're all named after skin conditions. Zitz, the leader of the Toads, he's a tactical genius and an economical fighter, preferring yeah, fighting are. methods that allow him to conserve his strength. Pimple, the muscle of the Toads, and prefers to fight instead of talk. And Rash is the cool cat of the Toads. Yeah. He's an extrovert and a show-off and loves to crack puns. Do you think Battle Toads started as a sort of garage project of somebody who wanted to make another good Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sort of arcade fighter. Uh-huh. But, but what if they were like nude? A hundred percent. Okay, well, cool. the turtles are nude, Griffin. They wear belts the and bandana, but otherwise they- Well, frogs are nude turtles if you think for a long time about it. Okay, I'd rather not actually. So. Uh, this one, I mostly just want to include to list off his body of work, but can you name the composer of the music for oh, Battletoads? shit. This, this man's career is in-fucking-credible. There's only, okay, okay. There's only a few that it could be. I'm going to guess Tommy Tallarico. Griffin, do you have a guess? If you don't get it, I'll list off some of the other credits and see if you guys can get it then. Uh, is it Bear McCreary? No, here are some other okay. credits. This is just like a Those are the few. two that I know. It's those are the be only two? two okay, <laughs> here's just a few of this man's credits. And they range from 1997, Wizards and Warriors, Anticipation, Marble Madness. Anticipation Don- had the best Antis- music. Yes, right? Marble Madness, Donkey Kong Country, and all the subsequent Donkey Kong games, Super Smash Brothers Melee. Oh, is it David Wise? It's David Wise, all the way up to Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Holy shit. Yeah. as a machine. And like, Crushing it. Been working consistently since 1987 and has God done damn. like- Justin, can you can you load up on your soundboard this, that song you were just doodling from the NES trivia game Anticipation, okay. please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can- It's maybe the this. freshest- This is not a video games podcast, but Travis has made it so for the next few moments. Anticipation was, my, I think, my favorite NES game. <laughs> it, it was, was basically- like, what like win like, loser draw or yeah. what's it called the 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 pick pictogram pictionary pictionary uh but an NES game and the music was okay you ready yeah bopping. Oh my God, that little rest at the end, that little tease? So good, so good. Okay, couple more. The failed TV pilot of Battletoads shares two voiceover actors, Ian James Corlett and Scott McNeil, with the ocean dub of which hugely popular anime series? Ocean dub? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that means. Oh. Can you guess a hugely popular anime series? Dragon Ball Z? There it is. Academia. It was Dragon Ball Z. Now, for one bonus point each. Yes. At lunch, I went to um, box lunch. They had a My Hero Academia um, slow cooker. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Cool. Cool. (laughs) Cool. Uh, For bonus points each, 
Can you tell me uh, what was the main character that each played? No. Okay. So Ian James Corlett played Goku. And Piccolo uh, was Scott Mignot. So, oh, I thought you were still. T- I thought you wanted me to guess which of the three battle to no, no, no. Them. Okay, so fine. huge things. Okay, according Welcome to, to the Travis's battle- fucking anime anime countdown. Was it? But wasn't that like? That's it's fascinating. Yeah, okay. I'm interested. Yes. According to the Battletoads game, the three toads were originally human, but were turned into toads while performing what job? Jerking off. Now, Justin, as a Fluffer. job, Justin's They're answer fluffing. is right. They were fluffers. Now they it's might have been, but that was not uh that was not germane to the game. They were surfers. Griffin, they what were, do you think? I think skate skaters. They were video game technicians and roommates. The trio tested I the like Okay, it. check this but out. But wait, were they wait, no no no, yes, wait. Yes. Were they big and strong before no, they got fuck no. that? The trio Earn tested it. the original Battletoads game by playing the game as the Toads in a sort of virtual reality simulation. Wait a minute, hold the fuck Yeah, cool. right? Cool. Yeah. Hold the fucking phone. Yes. They were how could they play the Battletoads game if they, if they the hadn't made it? Yes, Justin. In the game, they were playing, playing the game. The Battletoads game and being the Battletoads, guys. And it made them Battletoads. They became suspicious of both their bosses and chief game programmer, Silas Volkmeyer, and decided to investigate the office at night. Upon finding the video game unit turned on, they tested it to see if it had been tampered with. This was a trap! And they were transported cool. to another planet, permanently transformed into the Battletoads. That was what the were they first. Playing? If they, they were playing Battletoads. They could what? They because be. they were the battle. I know. Okay. It's all battle toads. The universe only exists because the battle toad cycle continues. Yeah. It's now beautiful. one last one. Beginning in Travis, 2000- you, that's like the third. You're like Columbo right now. That's your third last this one. This is the last oh, one. One more real. thing about one the more battle toads question, <laughs> man. Ma'am, if I could ask you one more thing about the battle, I'm Miss Dark Queen. Oh, one more thing. Uh, one more thing. Beginning in 2011, a massive prank call onslaught was waged, centering around battle toads and what popular reality Game TV stop. show? What? Oh, fucking, uh, fucking pawn boys, pawn time boys. I'll give it pawn to you. It's pawn stars. Pawn time. Uh, yeah, it was began on 4chan, and callers would repeatedly ask the employees of Pawn Stars, uh, Gold and Silver Pawn, if they sold Battle Toads, which led to Rick Harrison, who's the star of Pawn Stars and owner of the store, to repeatedly swear and yell at customers. Uh, this was uploaded to YouTube, uh, and it was so popular, and that Rare paid tribute to them. By having an achievement named Do You Have Battletoads in their 2015 game compilation Rare Replay. All right, fun. And I guess we can all agree 4chan is good. Yeah. <laughs> According to Rare, a big <laughs> thumbs up from Rare. <laughs> okay, can we can we help yes, someone please. just Any, for a change? Anything. Just for a change of pace. I run a raccoon spotting Instagram at my university. Mm-hmm. I post pictures of raccoons around campus that I saw or that were submitted to me. How do I explain this to my family? (laughs) The the Instagram name of the format, which is university name plus raccoons, was taken when I started. So I used the internet term forbidden cats instead. The problem is I'm not getting many submissions or followers. And I'm starting to think it's because everyone sends their raccoon pictures to the more aptly named account instead of mine because of the SEO. Brothers, how can I make my raccoon Instagram account first in my fellow students' minds Preferably without changing the name. That's from uh, Pro Cyanoid Chronicler in Canada. 
Things are really different to the north, it seems. Makes me really happy that this is such an established pastime that there is an established format for yeah. how to name your Instagram account that documents raccoon sightings on the college campus. I mean, that's not I mean, that's not some sort of tradition established by some secret society. That's just basic search engine optimization. I know, but I love it that they're like, you that's know, good. the basic format of university yeah. name and raccoon. I don't know if Marshall Raccoons is taken, but because I don't know the name of this university, I'm going to use it as a stand in for our discussion. OK, what do you all think? What is Marshall Raccoons? Like sightings of raccoons, raccoons around is, campus. Yeah, but it, does that mean somebody else is already doing it? Do you know yes. what I mean? Like, are you the second? The well, second that's what they said. To, they yeah. said they think that people are sending it to the more popular version, and they're wondering how this baby can beat the old man. I'm okay, you, but that's not what they said. What they said was that th- the name was taken. Yeah, but then they say that the reason that they think they're not getting as many submissions because they think those submissions are going to the pre-established university name raccoon. Okay, joint. Okay, Um, there there is a lot of great options. Then, if you want to, if you want to, I can think of fifteen different great ways. Go, please. (laughs) You could make your. Don't let us interrupt, Justin. List off all fifteen. We'll take a break. I'll drink coffee. Not not fifteen, but like you know. You know, nine a lot, nine or ten. Okay, go ahead, just as many as you could do. Okay, capture all the raccoons. Okay, for yourself. Don't post pictures. Don't no longer post. No, pictures. you the only you cornered the market. There's no other raccoons. Oh on campus. yeah, you if have they, all the raccoons. If if someone sees a picture that has like eighteen raccoons in it, they'll be like, "Whoa, this is clearly the superior nature photographer." CGIN Paul Rudd being kind to the. C- Raccoons. Oh, yeah, that's a get. Use Photoshop to put Paul Rudd being kind to the raccoons into the photos. Now, that's going to be tough because the only documentation we have of Paul Rudd interacting with raccoons right now is him being extremely rude to them. So you'll have to do some uh, really specific. That's why it's such a so surprising. Not mean, but just kind of cold shoulder standoffish. Like he he flipped one off on the set of Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. It's like. Why are you doing, like, no one else is doing, look around, no one else is flipping off these raccoons, Paul. You could pay right. Peter Parker to try to get some photographs of raccoons. That's good. Yeah, I really That's appreciate good. all the oxygen you guys are giving me on this. I worried it would be a little bit more stressful. But you no, but then really I watched like, your face, Justin, and I was my like, third one, this. My, my third one, my third one is that you dress one of the raccoons like Cake Boss. Ooh, oh, cool. Yeah. And then, but you don't. But you just find it like, whoa, isn't life weird? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that could go either way, though, because you could also just dress a raccoon like Cake Boss and let the other person take a picture of it. And then all the comments would be like, this, I don't want that. Like, this account used to be about sort of nature preservation. This is, I'm uncomfortable with this. Right. Yes. Yes. And those are the ways that I can think. I mean, okay. Do you rate? Uh, do you rate the raccoons? Because that's very popular with dogs. That that account did oh, great. Yeah. Maybe yours yeah. is that's engagement. Yeah, yeah, yours is the judgier raccoon account. Um, you could say wrong things about raccoons on there. Oh, Ooh. that's gonna get a like, lot of incorrect things because that's mis- You know, corrections are still engagement. That that is our mon- mantra. Over mm-hmm. at McElroy Family social media. Corrections mm-hmm. are still engagement. Here's oh, almost unassailable. Make up things about raccoon personalities. 
right? You don't need to know okay. stone cold facts, but you can say like, and you know, if you look at a raccoon the wrong way, it can lead to a raccoon being very standoffish okay. and like bad mouthing you on like neighborhood right. watch apps. Or even better, more direct and to the point, when you post a picture of a raccoon, you can be like, look out. This raccoon is a this raccoon is a pervert. It's a perverted raccoon. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> Do like. Do not give this one any hot, old stale hot dog buns. This guy well, you, sucks. What about you? you give could, all the raccoons tragic backstories, like they're a Marvel superhero or DC superhero, right? And it's like this raccoon was walking down uh, Crime Alley with yeah. his parents, and people were like, "Wait, this is Batman." I'm like, "Yeah, exactly." That ra- yeah, ra- ra- raccoon, good idea. Batman. This is the raccoon Batman. Do, you could uh, list the food that you gave each raccoon, but don't be honest about it. Just say, like, I threw him an open bag of Funyuns. Yeah. Because no matter what you feed that raccoon, I guarantee there's going to be 100 people in the comments that are like, that's not the right thing to don't feed Don't do raccoon. that. No. Don't do I, that. I, it, it might be one of those situations where you're not supposed to feed the raccoon because then they forget how to feed themselves and then they die, like, a few hours after you leave. Um, <laughs> but... Gosh dang it, I can't help it. He looks like a little little band little bandit. I feel Freaking. like a, a raccoon who lives on a college campus has figured out how to feed themselves, and it's by being a cute little bandit that gets food from college students. Yeah, it's like a little raccoon. Yeah, that raccoon yeah. ain't hunting. <laughs> like mm-hmm. no, 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 no. He's eating all the stuff that all the stone people are dropping. Raccoons are important uh for Good. me uh because I feel like because of Mario they're, and Tanuki suits. They're the dividing line between animals that I'm going to get stressed about seeing in the wild. Oh, Smaller sure. than, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Smaller than a raccoon, we're okay. Bigger than a raccoon, not loving it. Not seeing crazy a raccoon, still kind of wild. Yes. Seeing a raccoon just running around, it's like, whoa, is there anybody Y'all, else seeing this? Yeah. One ran down my street a few nights um, ago. Impossible. And it's impossible. like, guys, did you say I, a few minutes like, or a few months? A few a few nights ago. And nights, I was okay. I was like, Joe Biden lives here. Like, there can't just this, be raccoons yeah. and coyotes and vultures. Like, the president lives here. So if we can't keep them out of, uh, like, we have some beautiful parks here in D.C. It's in my blood. But, like, the president and vice president live in this city. It's wild yeah. to me that a raccoon does, too. I My problem with raccoons is uh, pretty anecdotal, but my problem is much that uh, the most I've ever been disrespected by an animal was by a raccoon. I remember the raccoon this. started going through yeah. while I was camping. Tried to go through my trash, made myself big, shook my flashlight around, did like a oogie boogie kind of movement. The raccoon yeah. just like looked at me. Yeah. Just diagnosed that I was a total beta and went yeah. right back to what sure. he was doing. He flashed you his giant balls <laughs> yeah. like, in a, like in a Japanese painting, just yeah. huge ones. Yeah, you're nothing get to back me. In your, get back in your fucking tent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, raccoons. Your First time I saw a cats. raccoon, I saw it skitter across the street, and then it jumped into the gutter. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing now? What are you, what We're trying something new. <laughs> Things don't come back out of there, man. Stop it. Don't go down there. 
We're subterranean now, baby. We've been in trees too long. <laughs> you just change. You don't even know. You change your social strata. You're now like a different. This is a different world of raccoons. Next next week on Abnormals, it's <laughs> zany sewer raccoons, zany jacked teenage sewer raccoons. All right, guys. Now we just need to figure out how to get in the sky, and we've got them all. We got all the trash <laughs> there is, baby. Maybe if we like whip our tail around real quick, we can fly. Whoa, it's working. <laughs> Travis, that's Tanuki's. Oh. Wow. Wow. I'm wow. Uh, I'm thoroughly embarrassed. Let's go to the money zone. I'm not going to the post office today. You hear that, I God? I have to. I, in defiance of Joe, Joseph Gordon Biden and all of his friends at the post office, I'm not going today. Yeah. But they're not losing my business. No, they're just losing opportunity to uh, to uh, gawk at this beautiful, beautiful face because I'm going to use stamps.com. Mm. In 25 years, stamps.com has been uh, uh, selling you stamps at a rate that is just going to make you feel great and saving you some time so you don't have to drive all the way to the post office and back. It's great for personal use, but it's also great for business. Over 1 million businesses have used uh, stamps.com. You just print the postage right from your home or your office, It's and it's ready to go in minutes. If you sell stuff online, it's a super convenient way of doing it. You can set your business up for success when you get started with stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code MYBROTHER for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a D. Digital scale for free. Ah, uh, yeah, man. Like no Digimon. Co- it's real, <laughs> digi- it's real digital technology. This part's mandatory. Shut up. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, you and enter code my brother. Don't get mad at us. You, Do you need to learn how to speak mistake. English like my brother? <laughs> then yes. good news. It's Babel. Babel. It's there for you. Listen, no jokes here. Fuck jokes. That's actually I'm that's so t- tired. I'm so t- Babel. Fuck jokes. I'm <laughs> fuck so jokes. tired of doing jokes. <laughs> We're not doing jokes anymore because Babel. Well, it's fun, but it's serious because it's seriously going to help you whether you're trying to uh, you're going for new travel experiences, new jobs, or just picking up new skills. Whatever it is, Babel's going to help you learn a new language in 2023. That's a Travis McRae guarantee, my friends, because they have fun and easy bite-sized language lessons. You can feel confident no matter where the new year takes you. And you only need 10 minutes to complete one of these lessons. So it's not like you're like going to take a whole day or whatever. You're not going to be sitting at a computer for hours and hours and hours. It's 10 minutes. And so you can have real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Uh, and in addition to those lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, even live classes. And it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash mybrother. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash mybrother for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. They can be anywhere, at your office, in your car, and they are wrong. My mom says that the gray house didn't exist, but she's wrong. He just does it wrong. Someone in your life is wrong about something. Something small, something weird, something vitally important. Only one person has the courage to tell them just how wrong they are. You know what you did was wrong, but your daughter is a liar who eats garbage. (laughs) They call me Judge John Hodgman. 
Listen to me on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. If someone in your life is doing you wrong, don't just take it. Take it to court. Submit your case at MaximumFun.org slash JJHO. Hi, I'm Alex Schmidt. And I'm Katie Golden. And we make Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, a podcast about why seemingly ordinary stuff is actually the title of the podcast. Using tons of research, we take a joyful look at history and science and stories. And jokes. About the ordinary stuff in your life, because that's what makes those things amazing. Also jokes. So get excited about paper clips. Get thrilled about pigeons. Get all psyched up and running around the room about the imperial system of weights and measurements. For real, there's whole episodes about that stuff. Hear them anytime and hear new episodes Mondays at MaximumFun.org. Have another question. Okay. I would love to. Do it. My dad has been cutting hair professionally for decades and I don't get to see him that often anymore. So when I need a haircut, I'll travel down to let him cut it and get in some quality time. This all sounds great on paper, but he almost always takes off too much hair and it looks worse than when I cut it myself. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. How do I break up with my barber when he is also my dad without making it awkward? That's from holding on to my hair. You can't. (laughs) Next question. You can't. I mean, you can't. You got to. No, it's not hard. It's not hard. There's no like dilemma here. You're going to just have bad hair. And that's because you have two options bad hair, sad dad. That's rather, not that difficult for me. I think you go bad hair all day. Is there a way to have sad hair? No. Okay. Or bad dad. <laughs> I don't I just, want any of them. I think maybe on this show, it would be helpful for us to start talking and thinking and acting more on the concept of acceptance. Then, yes. Rather than change. This is something that I've tried to do work on. You can make things worse in your brain if you're if you're trying too hard to fix it or change it. But if you just accept Sometimes my hair looks bad, but my dad is usually a pretty happy guy. We have a good relationship. (laughs) And hey, is it possible your dad has been cutting hair for decades? Maybe Maybe it does look good and you have no idea. Like you, it's like if your dad was a doctor and removed your spleen, you wouldn't be like, I don't think he removed my spleen the right way. He probably knows better than you. Travis, you can say that, but you ever look pictures of olden days guy hair and they're like, trying to pull it off, but it is pretty wild by anyone's standards. The the things they used to do with bangs back in the back in the sixties and seventies is war crimes. And this that's being true. done to a human being today. I don't like that. Is there but a you, but you but and I know you don't either, but you gotta just sort of grin and bear it because that's your that's your dad. What are you gonna do? Say please change? Is there a way to say I want to try something a little different this time? Leave it about a half inch longer. Okay, that's that's about the worst thing I think you can say. Uh, okay, the way you've been because you're telling him the way that you've been doing it is wrong. When you could say you that. preface it with a lot of like, and I know this is wild. I know that this is really out there, and there's a good chance it looks like absolute dog shit, Dad. I know this could look like vomit in the sun that's been there for three days, but let's leave it like a quarter to a half inch longer. <laughs> can you just every time he goes to take a snip? Duck lean a little forward, bit. Just lean forward a half inch. <laughs> just please try to still. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so what was that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what if you brought a Floby with you and you're like, let's just try it. 
Yeah. For what? Just for novelty's sake. I want to do a TikTok. I made my barber dad. Well, okay. Hold, hold on. on. Uh, hold the on. TikTok is a good idea. Because if you're like, <laughs> I've made my barber dad cry because I don't like my haircuts. Or like, mm. get ready with me to fire my barber dad. Yeah, there you go. Then That's it, a good one. Then, it, then if it's too painful, you can be like, prank. Yeah. You t- it's for TikTok. It was a prank. 4chan set, set it up for me. <laughs> 4chan made me. <laughs> Fortunately, maybe fire you, but it was just a prank. I love my haircuts. Now, this is going to take a little bit of uh, some pre-planning, but what if you went in there, he finishes the haircut, and then you lift off the helmet you've been wearing that your hair was poking out of, and that helmet lifted up the top of your head by about half an inch, right? So now it's a half inch longer, and you never knew because you had a perfectly top-of-your-head-shaped helmet on. What do you guys think? Hi, I'm Travis McRoy, Sharks, and I'm looking for investors in, in head helmets. They look like heads, but they're helmets. What do you think, Sharks? Can we have a brief moment of silence and contemplation? Because this reminded me a lot about um, Sad Papa, who made a dozen burgers for his six grandkids, but I'm the only one that showed up. Do you remember him? Yeah. You remember about him, Justin? Yeah. Sad Papa who made twelve him. burgers for his six grandkids. And there's but a picture I'm the of him with the burgers. Showed up. And there's a picture of him looking down at his burger, and he looks really, really sad. And so I go- I googled that in the middle of the all the Floby conversation, and this guy's living the high life right now. He is. There are so many pictures of him eating burgers. He's got a shirt that I must own that says "I ate a burger with Sad Papa," and there's a picture of him looking sad, holding a burger on it. And I can't imagine how much he's raking in from these shirts. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being a sad, a sad grandpa that you didn't get to spend? Picture, the picture is the picture that he's referencing is taken in front of his six dirtbag grandkids. It couldn't be bothered to yeah. show up. The, the kids that the internet made villains. Um. Wow. Yeah, you can. I mean, I, I guess all that is to say, if you do make a TikTok of you slamming your dad's haircut, uh. Business is going to fucking boom. And I realize that's a sinister idea to put out into the ether. But, I mean, the the ends justify the means on this one, I think. Yeah, money is way better than, like, having a happy dad. I agree, Griffin. Sadpawpaw.com is down. I I regret to inform you all. Uh Sadpawpaw is down. But not available? Is that where you were checking? Oh, wait a minute. No. He spelled it P A P A W dot com. That's Papa. chaotic. That's Papa. That's very chaotic. Justin, you understand that when we're discussing a gentleman in his advanced years, and you say a sentence like "Sad Papa is down." I repeat, "Sad Papa is down." Sad Papa is down. Does anyone have eyes on backpack? Sad Papa is down. Somebody snagged his uh somebody snagged that URL up from under him and I was about to clown on him, but it's a meal mm-hmm. delivery service. So on the off chance they ever want to advertise, I'm gonna keep my opinions. That's a to good myself. idea. <laughs> They're from Australia, but you can't be too careful in this economy. Oh my god. Yes. I want to munch squad. I want to munch squad. Welcome to Munch Squad, podcast within a podcast profiling the latest and greatest brand eating. 
And uh, I have a few quick stories to share with you all. Number one, uh, Baskin Robbins has just announced a gender reveal cake. Good. This year. Yeah, 2023. Good. Yeah. 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 It's actually 2023. It's coming back around, man. They caught the vibe. <laughs> not our, not our vibe. Let's not this vibe. No, They're no, no, no. A whole other vibe. Yeah, that's weird. I think they've more gotten sort of stuck in the riptide of this one, and have gotten sort of pulled under deep, deep, deep down into the ocean's belly. Pizza Hut and Air Rack create world's largest pizza. How big? Air Rack. Do you guys know Air Rack? It's the, Iraq. You're saying the country so wrong. It's Iraq no, <laughs> is a popular content creator and YouTube star. Cool. And Pizza Hut teamed up to break the Guinness World Record title for the world's largest pizza. Can I guess? January Can I 18th. Guess the the diameter. Wow. Fun. You, you wait till I get I there and I'll see if I nail it. it all day long. Okay. Until you hit it exactly. Oh. It's to celebrate the return of Pizza Hut's iconic fan favorite pizza, the Big New Yorker, as well as Air Rack hitting 10 million subscribers. Okay, 10 million feet long. Following its creation, the pizza from the world's largest pizza was donated to several charities in Los Angeles. Considering they made it on the ground, I'm sure they were thrilled. (laughs) How big is this fucking pizza, Justin? It sucks you haven't told us yet. Well, can I tell you first one brief sidebar is that last week, Pizza Hut announced the Big New Yorker. A New York-style pizza from the 1990s will be returning to menus. Yes. Big New Yorker is inspired by the spirit of New York. You talked about this last week. Yeah, but I just want to remind everybody that it's got oregano seasoning on top, just like you would get in an authentic New York pizzeria. Right. Now, the world's largest pizza, which featured a big New Yorker recipe, had a surface That's area. That's a lot of, of oregano. Had a surface area. <laughs> Sorry, I just I had to get my catchphrase in. <laughs> it was really good, Trav. That yeah. one hit good. It had a surface area of nearly what? How Ten, many square feet? 10 million. No. I'm do gonna you s- know how stupid. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? Do you know how, no, just, how preposterously it was, stupid it was? It was ten million feet long, but just a hair's width. Just the just. <laughs> I actually straight. had to look it up because you said ten, and I was like, maybe it is ten million inches wide. That's uh, almost one hundred and fifty-eight miles. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't think now that's okay. just for my like. You said you did say inches, right? Yeah. So. You're thinking that maybe it was 2,000 square feet long. That's cool. <laughs> it's a big pizza. Yeah, no. Justin, it's the world's biggest pizza. I'm going to say 40 feet. Okay, you're going to say 40 feet. Yeah. Travis, what do you think? And we're talking about square footage of the world's biggest pizza? Oh, wait, square foot. I don't know how to do square footage. I think it was 40 feet wide. I need square footage. God. It's not anything wide. It's a round pizza. I'm going to say 500 square feet. Oh, I got to do fucking 40 times 3.14 or whatever. <laughs> Just say a number. 125 square feet. 125 square feet. What do you say, Travis? I say 500 square feet. Well, you're both dumb because it was 14,000 square feet. 14,000. Thousand square feet. I'm going to show you. I have an image here if you'd like to see. I can't uh, wait. I have a, a, a picture of. There we go. 
Um, there's Eric with the world's largest pizza. He looks hey, so happy. I I wish looks, I could get that happy still. If he he looks super happy, and I just want to say I know nothing about this gentleman. So if he's like, if he's bad or really yeah. good, either way is bad. I think, but you know, if he's like really popular or everybody doesn't like him, I don't have any idea. So sorry. Do you, do you think it's it's got to be thin crust, right? Um, just sort of economy of scale. I, I don't. Yeah, think I mean, it looks like a. a I think the Big New Yorker is is a thin crust pizza. So if that's the recipe for sure, it's got thirteen thousand six hundred fifty three pounds of dough. How do they bake it? Six hundred thirty thousand regular and cupped pepperoni. Well, okay. Now here's what I wanted to get to you guys about. The pizza was fully assembled, topped, and then baked in pieces. On site at the Los Angeles Convention. No, nope. so, no, right? No, right? No. Okay, if that's the case, guess what, guys? I've eaten the world's biggest pizza in pieces throughout the course of my thirty-five years. I've, I'm happy to announce, I've eaten the world's biggest pizza in many, many pieces. You could say we have made the world's biggest collection of several pizzas. But if yes. they're baked individually, that is the not one big pizza. The most number of touching pizzas that are all yeah. touching each other. <laughs> that is not Thanks one big my, pizza. Thanks to my community, 2022 was a big year for our channel, and I promised them that we'd break this record if they helped me hit 10 million subscribers on YouTube. So here we are delivering on that promise, says Eric Decker, also known as Eric. To make it happen, we had to team up with the most iconic, and my favorite pizza brand to show that no one out pizzas the hut. Which, okay. to be fair to him, he is right. Was indeed yeah. content that he created. That series of words. Um, pizza Hut already holds a Guinness World Record title for the highest altitude pizza delivery on land. The pizza was delivered to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania in 2016 at an altitude of 19,341 feet. Now, I don't want to quibble. But I do. When you say delivered, was there someone up there who ordered the pizza first and then waited for it to come? Or are you saying someone carried the pizza up the mountain and then sat it down on top and left it there? Because that is not delivered. That is left. This is the highest altitude pizza left, left. on Earth. <laughs> Abandoned. <somewhere. laughs> I would also say they do clarify on land, which means that it's possible there's a highest altitude pizza delivery in the ocean, which seems unlikely considering what that means altitude-wise. And then there's another category, if I'm understanding this correctly, for highest altitude pizza delivery in air. Yeah. Does, do you think that's ever happened? Because yeah. that would be a hell of a thing. Now, here's to the thing. To see someone parachute out of one plane yeah. holding a pizza, it's probably David Blaine, and then yeah. he's like flying through and he lands in another plane? And delivers that's, the pizza? That's fucking cool. That would be cool. That is that's so cool. wild that it's definitely been attempted before. Right? Like, I'm I'm already thinking about, like, could they deliver a pizza, put somebody on a shuttle going through the International Space Station, deliver a pizza that way, and be like, this is the highest altitude pizza ever delivered. Right? What, what about the, the what lowest? I, what are we hearing right now? What am I hearing right now? Justin, what are you doing? Oh, no! Oh, shit! That was so Hello, scary! Hello, boys! It's me! Count Donut with a little jump scare. 
Yeah, yeah I'll say. Try to keep things interesting on the podcast. Is that a new cape count donut? Oh, thank is you that a new voice thing. count donut? <laughs> thank you for not. This is how I've always spoken. It's pretty I low. A, I don't know why it's so breathy. I have a a, a thrilling uh, a bit of news for you boys. Krispy Kreme, which I love to say. I hope. I can I tell you really made a meal of it. Krispy Kreme. I, I wouldn't be the first to make a meal of Krispy Kreme. Right. I, you know what? I'll go so far as to say I wouldn't be the first sad person to make a meal out of Krispy Kreme. Are you sad? Wait, right. Canton, are you sad? What's wrong? I. Oh, seasonal. So, seasonal affective disorder. We get the it, man. Pres- the, the hey, uh, Canton, real quick, turn your microphone. You're talking to the side of it. Yeah, you're talking to the side of it. Also, are you taking vitamin D supplements? Because that really has helped boost my mood. I assume we get about the same amount of sunlight. Okay. I'm hiding behind my cape. It's UV proof. Good. Why didn't more vampires think about that? I know. Tell That's me about the donut. That's why we have the capes. Okay. Everyone asks. It's they a do? safety cape. I think <laughs> I thought it was cape. what. Okay, it's now a security hold on. cape. It makes you feel safe. Now I'm curious. I th- always le- assumed legally I can have this cape. A judge said this is my security cape. And legally, <laughs> I can wear it anywhere I want. I always assume when you t- took the shape of a bat, you needed the cape to turn into wings, because otherwise, like, what part of your body would it be? Armpits. Thanks. Yeah, actually. The webbing that's in there spreads out. Yeah, sure, my, sure. my armpit webbing grows to hilarious scale. And I <laughs> okay. sort of the air. Listen. Krispy Kreme. Press release begins with a quote. We'll bounce back better than ever. Shaquille O'Neal. February 10th, 2021. Well, according to this release, the bounce has begun. Krispy Kreme and its partner, Shaquille O'Neal, announced today that construction of an all-new shop on the site of its historic Ponce de Leon location in Atlanta is underway. Nearly two years after the original shop built six decades ago was destroyed, Midtown Atlanta residents and visitors can look forward to this new 4,000-square-foot shop opening this summer. That's a wow. big old Dunkin' Donuts. It's a really it's big crispy cream. You know what I mean. It's the almost as big as the world's biggest pizza. The shop will also pay homage to the brand's history serving the Atlanta community as well as the original shop, including a custom interior custom mural and plaque. The shop's design allows for an abundance of natural light. <laughs> oh, God, no, no, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, man. They? This is so cruel. An enhanced... <laughs> it allows for a cheery, bright dining room. And this is the part that is too painful. A dining room. An, an, an enhanced donut theater experience. <laughs> what? Wait. Oh, Wow, that was unexpected. Now, I was already thrown by the dining room because I don't know who's like, is dining in with donuts. But then, a donut theater experience, you say? The donut theater experience at Krispy Kreme is when you watch them go on the little conveyor belt and they get the icing and they look so scrumptious. Okay, I thought thought the employees were in addition to making the donuts. You're an infant. Oh, okay. Okay, well, no, it's just exciting. It's called Shaq's Shop. Wait, it's That's called... That's right. It's called Shaq's Shop. It's not called Krispy Kreme? 
Well, it's Krispy Kreme, of course, but this is... Is it subtitled? Shop. We've, we've struck about... Well, no, this is Dave Scanner. Excuse me. We struck a balance of modernization and honoring the historical significance of our Ponce Shop's location. We think our fans are going to love it, said Dave Skinner, Krispy Kreme Global Chief Brand Ambassador. The community has shown us so much support and patience as we designed the new shop. We can't wait to be back with our guests, sharing joy and serving delicious, fresh Krispy Kreme donuts. Also, Shaq is associated somehow. Shaq's in there, too. There's a quote from Shaq, too. We're bouncing back better than I ever imagined, O'Neill said. I can't wait to turn on the hot light. It's going to light up the whole neighborhood. Get ready, Ponce. Sounds threatening when Shaq says. (laughs) I I can't believe. How is it, Justin? I'm sorry. Is it just colloquially known as Shaq Shop or is that official branding? When you look on Google Maps, it will say Krispy Kreme. When you walk in the door, there will be a small picture of Shaq. Somewhere and hidden under, in the shop that you have to find. in the shop. And underneath Just it will say, this is my one shop, issue. so you know. <laughs> One issue, I think, yes. with calling it the Shack Shop is that I just Googled Shack Shop and got Shack Shop HQ Boutique Shopping, Shaquille O'Neal Shack.com, Shack Shoes, Walmart Supercenter, Shaquille O'Neal XLG Men's Big and Tall Clothing, JCPenney, Shack, Walmart, Shaquille O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal Jerseys, NBA Store, Shack Eyewear. guy will partner with any shop I, there is. He made I, Shack Foo. He is not above partnership. He will make I, it. I have to respect Shaq, though, because when he does a partnership, he doesn't just appear in an advertisement. He goes <laughs> all in. Yeah, you see, yeah. with Papa he gelatinous said, cubes over the thing. Pa- Papa John says, everyone, everyone hates us, Shaq. Will you please be our new Shaq daddy? And he says, yes, I will. I would be happy to. You will create a shakaroni <laughs> The shakaroni <laughs> And we're going to test out Papa Shacks and see how everyone sure? feels we about that. We can just that. put you onto a billboard. No. Nope. I want my brand to be inextricably linked to you. <laughs> and you're going to build a big-ass one in Atlanta. And if you don't like it, <laughs> fuck clean off. If you don't like it, talk to me. I'm the new general from the General Saves the Time guy. That's me now. I killed <laughs> the other see? general. I took it. I'm the fucking Borg. When I advertise for people, they become me. <laughs> I, I convinced the general to start selling shock insurance, and then I went around and smashed people's windows randomly. <laughs> it's an upsell, but it's worth every penny. You never know when I'll show up. I'll never stop. I'll never, ever. You can't make me stop. You can't make me stop. I'm Shaq. I'm Shaq. Whoa, whoa. Justin's back. <gasps> Oh, a little delay there. Okay. No lag between the cape coming off and the Justin coming back. It took longer this time, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, boy. Is it is, is it going to keep taking longer? It took longer to get back. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much. Um, hey, thanks. Uh, you got to finish the show. I was going to do it. <laughs> well, well Justin, it took longer to get back. Justin, Justin does it normally, so let's just wait. Let's just ride this out quietly, Travis. Okay. Uh, real I'm quick. worried I'm losing something from me. Okay, you know? let him yeah. let him take the time that he, for me is getting lost. Let's give him a little grace today, Trav. What do you think? Yeah, so I this is taking time away from my gaming 
Um, yeah. And that's really important to <laughs> Thanks me. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. I I enjoyed myself. And, I mean, that's all that that's matters. That's a, a, a ringing endorsement, I think, uh, for any creative product. The Adventure Zone 11th Hour Graphic Novel is coming out February 21st. And we have a live virtual event scheduled that night, February 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern time to celebrate the release. Got live readings with special guests and more. And uh, an event-exclusive signed copies available from Brookline Smith and Left Bank Books. Go to bit.ly slash tazgnlive2023 for more info and to purchase the event-exclusive signed book. We also have special editions from Barnes & Noble and Books a Million and a whole bunch of stuff and Indigo. Uh, so uh, go check that out. Uh, go check out all the merch at macroymerch.com uh, and get your tickets for the uh, last rendezvous Fancy Takes Flight Tour. Uh, find out all that information at bit.ly slash Tours. Um, thank you to Montaigne for the use of our theme song, My Life is Better With You. Um, if you haven't heard that one yet, you, you, you really, I mean, you have, unless you are like the world's best sort of podcast fast forwarder in the world. You've heard the song. It's great. Thank you, Montaigne. It's a, it's a, it's an honor. Um, and that's going to do it for us this week, folks. Oh, one more thing I do want to say. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. Search for McElroy Family. We do streams there and put up video clips yes. and stuff. And uh, we also now have a TikTok channel, McElroy Family, on TikTok as well. Uh, you can also follow McElroy Family on Instagram. Uh, we put up information there, put up clips, pictures, all kinds of stuff. Uh, follow us on TikTok as well. That's It's all it's all great. You're going to love it. That's it. That's, that's going to do it for this one, folks. Until next yep. time. My name is Justin McElroy. What I'm Travis I don't think I don't have the courage. That's to it now. That's it. That it. We decided we don't have to have one anymore. We're free. Okay. We're free. What was the reception we like? When we, we did the show. For... What? What was the reception like when we did? You know how something. Ooh. You know I how have they no can... way of knowing the internet can't get to me anymore. <laughs> well, but like they can't hurt me anymore. I don't know what they thought. You know, some podcasts do a thing, and some podcasts we do do the thing where they just drop like pre-recorded ads into set points of the podcast. Yeah. We should do that with the ending of the show. Meaning? Oh, a post-roll. A little post-roll. A credit <laughs> sequence. A little Post Malone. Um, we should spend an entire episode figuring, figuring out, out the what, ending of the what show. the end of yeah. the show is. So yeah. if you have a great idea, mbmbam at maximumfun.org. Just let us know how we should end the show, and um, we'll figure it out. And if we use your suggestion, thanks. Tough. Oh, thanks. <laughs> different ways. <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother. May kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.